Hey there, I'm Sophie Dalton, life and business coach and head soulful warrior on a mission to help ambitious souls like yourself live a life more connected to their truth. In today's world, it's easy to to see so many people suffering from frustration, dissatisfaction, addiction, anxiety, depression, plateaued success, and just generally feeling out of place in their lives. It's my mission to show that these are all symptoms leading back to one cause, the degree to which people are living their truth. In this podcast, we go deep with industry experts, millionaires, wellness warriors, and my own personal stories to mine the truths that help us all live a powerfully soulful life. I hope you enjoy the episode and don't forget to give us a review, share it with your best friends, workplace or clients so that we can all heal together and remember who we are. So much love to you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Melissa Jakubovic. I hope I got that right. Thank you for coming to the Soulful Warrior Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, you did say it. I know it's it's a hard last name, but you got it right. <laughs> Yay. So Melissa is a Facebook ad expert and online marketing strategist to functional medicine doctors and health coaches. I love that niche. Can I have so much to ask you, but but can you just first explain how you found yourself in that niche? Sure. So I used to own a health and life coaching company and I grew it all through social media marketing and it was really successful. And then my entrepreneur friends who were also health and life coaches asked me if I could help them with their marketing. And so I did. And eventually I realized that I have a knack for this and I really, really love social media marketing. So I started to educate myself in the area of online marketing, digital marketing, and I'm still very passionate about health and being happy and all of that stuff. So I decided that what better way to combine both of my worlds and offer social media marketing for other health coaches or life coaches, spiritual healers, and functional medicine doctors. Wow. And, and you're also a single mom. So can you tell us about your journey in starting your business, like what brought you into entrepreneurship in the first place and what it took for you to get on your feet and become established? Sure. So I say this all the time. I was an entrepreneur since the third grade. I was making friendship bracelets on the playground. And really my whole adult life has been just building what I want and creating what I wanted to manifest. So what better way to do that than become an entrepreneur? I'm I really needed just a creative outlet for myself. And being a single mom, um, I wanted to be able to build a life that allowed me to be a full-time mommy or Ima, as they call me, and work a full-time job. And so the only way to have the best of both worlds was to create it. And that's really how I started. Mm, I love that to, to have the best of both worlds, you had to create it. But that can be so tricky when when the people around you, when it's not, when maybe it's not working at first or you're going through the inevitable challenges and you have to stay true to your vision. And I really liked what you said earlier or um, something that you wrote recently on your, just on your Facebook wall, which was that your faith in the universe must be stronger than your fear of not getting what you want. So I want to ask, when did you have to exercise this? all the time. I mean, there are challenges everywhere. And so I feel that it's your entrepreneurial duty or even your life's duty to overcome those challenges or you'll just be stuck. So I think that 
when you're creative, you're resourceful. And when you're resourceful, you're able to overcome challenges more easily because you're able to pull from those resources and work them to your advantage. So you have to really believe in yourself and believe that things will get better and then be practical and make action steps towards those goals so that those changes really do come about. Mm. And what has that, as you've continued to, to show up for yourself, how has that changed your if it has your self-belief and, and understanding of what you can get done? Well, I think consistency is really, really important, especially in business, especially with online marketing, you have to be consistent. But, you know, even when I was health coaching, I was helping lots of women lose weight or overcome depression or um, just go through and maneuver through all of these life challenges and consistency is what really sticks out. Like you can't, if someone needed to lose 50 pounds, you can't just work out one day and expect it to happen. It's a series of routines and discipline and consistency. And I try to apply that to all areas of my life. Mm. And is there, is there anywhere that you're still struggling with, with that, with yourself? I don't know that I'm struggling per se. I, I really love to be consistent because that creates a snowball effect for change. So it makes it easier the longer you stay in it. But it's definitely something that I keep atop of mind all the time. And there are days where I just don't want to do things or I don't want to get out of bed. And it's okay to take those days off. And that happened recently. Actually, my dad is very sick in the hospital. And there was a stressful few days there. And I was just like, I can't work my business. I can't answer phone calls. I just need to watch Netflix and relax. So I think having that balance is good. And also knowing that... Oh, I'm so sorry about my dog. <laughs> it's okay. um, I just think having that balance is really important. And also knowing that it's okay to take breaks from your everyday to day, as long as you have the drive and motivation and desire to get right back into it and mm. hop out of that down and come back to the up. Mm. So I can, I can only imagine that as a mom, your, your, your children must be a huge motivation for your business. So how do you, but, but then at the same time, maybe a source of stress because you're accountable to them. So how do you, like, how has that been an extra layer to your entrepreneurship journey? I think that everybody has responsibilities that kind of put a damper on the goals you're trying to reach, or maybe not a damper, but like they, they could be burdensome. Like, if you wanted to go out, go out of town, you would have to find a dog sitter if you had a dog. So um, it's just like you have to be creative and figuring out how to juggle everything. But I feel that my kids are my motivation and that's what keeps me wanting to go um, better or faster or harder towards my goals. And I want to be able to be a good role model for them and show them that anything is possible as long as you put your mind to it, you set some action goals and, and you do what you say you're going to do. And I think that what's beautiful is watching them grow up in a home where their mom is an entrepreneur because they see that flexibility and they also see the strength that's required in that. And my kids show entrepreneurial uh, things too. Like I, I really believe they're going to have their own entrepreneurial journey. And that's because I'm modeling that behavior. And that also allows me the flexibility and freedom 
to be able to pick them up from school if they're sick or have them stay home with me if they're sick or even take family vacations and just need to bring my laptop. So it's just a nice way to be able to juggle everything instead of having like a nine to five job and someone else has to take care of my kids. I feel like I can be present in every part of my life. Mm. And, and so you've spoken to, I, I want to come back to this story that you mentioned with your dad recently being in the hospital and how you, I saw that you immediately turned that and used it into something that you could teach on. And this doesn't, obviously sometimes we have personal things going on that, that aren't ready to be shared, but what's your process of, of integrating yourself into your marketing and into your business, even when it's a moment like your dad being in the hospital? That's a great question. Um, well, I help entrepreneurs build a personal brand, and that's why I love being in the health and wellness niche because there are hundreds of health and life coaches, and the reason why a client is going to want to work with you versus someone else is because of you and what you bring to the table and what makes you unique in that experience. So I think that when you share your experiences, your you're not only helping others possibly who are going through similar things, but you're also showing that you're real and this is, this is your life. So I try to do that as, as well. And yeah, my dad's been very ill for the last three years, but the last month has been particularly challenging. And I did write on my Facebook feed that, you know, I'm not going to be as active online right now as I usually am. I usually post a couple times a day. And um, when he was sick, I really did need to devote all my attention to him. So being an entrepreneur allowed me the freedom to do that. But at the same time, I didn't give up on my audience and my brand. I, I just incorporated it in, into it. So people know I'm real. They know I'm a real person. I have real struggles just like them. Um, but then I can relate it back to my business. And like you said, turn it into a teaching moment so that I'm combining my, my business and my life together as one. And that makes me, um, appear more authentic and more relatable to my audience. Mm. And so I'm curious for your, for your health and, and life coaching clients who are building this personal brand and they too obviously have their struggles, but at the same time, they're trying to present themselves as an expert. How do you help them walk the line of, of being vulnerable while still standing strong in their expertise? I think when you're vulnerable, you're able to relate to people better and you're also to make change allowed, you're more able to make changes for yourself. So change is good. And, um, being the, the role model that others are following, I think it's really important to show not just the highlights in your life, but also the low points. So in fact, when I started my life coaching business, it was because I had gone through a really bad breakup and I was depressed for about 10 months. And I wrote a book on it to help others get out of their depression. And that's how really the whole thing started. So I think that because I went through that hard time in my life and I wasn't scared to share it with others, I was able to build a whole brand around that and help other people going through the same thing. So it's really important to be real and to show people that there are positives and negatives in life, but then 
let people in and see a little bit of how you deal with that so that they can see that you are a true, real role model, somebody that they want to uh, follow and respect and learn more from. So I think it's really important to show both the positive and negative sides of what's going on both in your business and in your life when you're trying to build a personal brand. If it's, if it's just your highlight reel, then you're not really real. It's very inauthentic and that causes a lot of people actually to go through depression thinking that all these influencers have perfect lives. Um, but we all have problems and we all have challenges. Just depends on what we're doing determines what type of problems or challenges we have. So you can be homeless on the street and have one set of issues and, and challenges, and you can be a multimillionaire or a billionaire and have a whole nother set of problems or challenges. So I think it's important to just be real with people. Mm, that's so true. And like, I think when you realize that, like, like I've had this, this like burst of, of wisdom a few times in my life where I felt like I looked around and, and it was just like this, Oh, you know, like this, this deep realization that, that everybody is struggling with something like the same thing happened. Um, my, my first real awakening came from a bad breakup and I remember walking around feeling like so in pain from my heartbreak and just looking, just, just like sitting in awe in a park bench, looking at all these people, realizing how much pain they, they might be going through at that time. And we just have no idea. Yeah. And that's another thing about being vulnerable is it connects you to other people because if everyone's silent and no one talks about their struggles, there's not a lot to connect on, but there's been so many times in my life where I've heard my friends say, this person's one of my closest friends. When someone close to me died, they actually picked up the phone and called me or they came over to my house and spent time with me. And that was in a very vulnerable moment. And so it's when you open yourself up to allowing other people to touch you, whether it's emotionally or physically, just to be present in your space when you are feeling the crappiest you possibly have ever felt, that's the time where the connection comes in. And that's where you can lean on each other and see similarities and realize that, you know, life is short and you want to make the most of it. And so I think opening yourself up and being vulnerable is actually a really positive thing. Mm. And I totally agree. Like, like my soul is nodding along with you, but, <laughs> but I think it's really interesting in the, in the context of business and how you um, in your positioning, because, because I have also seen, and I have also made myself some messy, vulnerable posts that were like, Oh, <laughs> not, you know, it's not, it's not that they were bad. It's not that they hurt my business, but, but vulnerability doesn't always like, like you have, it's like a dance. Like you have to learn to in, you have to learn to use it in the context of your business. Am I making sense? Sure. Like if you are really sad or you're depressed or whatever it is, you definitely don't want your entire Facebook newsfeed to be, woe is me, today this happened and it sucks, I hate everyone. You know, you don't want it to be all mm -hmm. negative, but you can, you can definitely release some of that negativity as long as you're turning it around and making good use of it and mm -hmm. also balance. Like I said before, you want to sprinkle in some positive with some negative. Otherwise your page will just be like a place where people don't want to go because it's just going to bring them down. But being real with people is a good thing. And also, you know, if you post something vulnerable and then you don't get a lot of response on it, 
it could be that you're actually touching a lot of people who are very sensitive to that topic. It doesn't mean that they don't like what you're saying or they don't support you. Um, but there's been sometimes I've posted something a couple months ago about a past relationship I was in that was abusive and hundreds of people commented and there were lots of other people that I thought for sure would have commented on it and didn't. But then when they saw me out in the street in my community, they came up to me and they wanted to give me a hug and they said, thank you so much for posting that. It's amazing that you put that out there. I wouldn't have the courage to put that out there, but I'm going through the same thing. So people are always watching. They're always lurking. They're not necessarily always commenting and, and, and liking it, but they do get your message and that's really powerful. Yeah, that's so true. You're, you're reminding me of somebody, something that happened when I was first really expressing myself um, on social media. And there were just a couple people, whether it was like some guy from high school or, or, or an acquaintance from college, I don't know, there, there were just these random people that were honestly had never even been key players in my life, but that for some reason would come up um, like I would worry about their judgment when I would post something a little controversial mm -hmm. and, and, and it's, you know, it didn't occur to me for a few months that I could just free myself and like block the, these people from seeing it. But I right. was, but, but yeah, so it's hilarious how much these, these random people were, were triggering my own judgment of myself. But anyway, I ran into one of them many months later and I had literally been thinking of, oh, I hope this person doesn't see this post. Like that would be confrontational to this person. And then I saw them in real life and, and I was a little nervous walking up to them. But then that person had rave things to say about how brave I've been, about my content, like all this stuff. And I was just, just couldn't help but laugh at myself that my exact, you know, that one of the, the people that I was imagining wouldn't like or would be confronted by what I was saying was was actually cheering me on yeah it's really cool I like how you know people put on a front they have this this feeling of I want this reputation I want people to think this way about me but it's the really brave entrepreneurs that are s spilling their soul out on Facebook or on whatever platform and really being vulnerable and opening up and I think to other people who might you know come off as being so strong and so cool and nothing can get to me are really the people that need to hear it the most. And it's the people who are brave enough to post that are touching the most amount of people. Mm, I totally agree. But I'd love to know what, what do you have to say to um, woman entrepreneur or anyone really who, who wants to be more authentic in their lives, like whether they're starting their business or they've already arrived and, and they want to pivot into something that, that is more soulful to them, what advice would you give them to start being able to show up more authentically as themselves? I would say just not live in fear. You know, this is your life. And the older you get, the more the more sure you are of yourself. That's something that, you know, we learn how to do over time. And some people can do it by the age of 10 and other people, it wait, you wait till you're 60 before you feel really sure of who you are. But I think that sitting behind a computer screen makes it a little bit easier to spill your heart out. It really depends on what type of content you're 
able to create. Some people are really good writers. Some people do better in video or in audio or even just in drawing. So like drawing a picture or something like that. So decide what is your creative outlet that you that resonates with you and then just go for it and don't worry what other people think. And the more you do it, the easier it will get. And then also the more people will start to see what you're doing and they will support you. And I always say that there's, there's um, not necessarily a lot of support for entrepreneurs. Sometimes it comes down to your spouse not supporting you or your parents not really liking what you, your, your career path. But when you're online, you can find so many groups of people who have shared interests and they really become your support, even these people you've never met. And so surround yourself with those people that are going to support you because it's hard to do anything in life without support. And because it's on social media, you can find people all over the world who are right there in your corner. So connect yourself with those people and then freely post what you want to say because it's your life, it's your Facebook feed, it's your business. And the more you do it, the easier it will become. Yes, this is, and this isn't just theoretical. Like when I started deleting friends that I had acquired throughout middle school, whatever, since, since Facebook began and then started replacing those with women entrepreneurs who inspired me or whatever community it is for you. Like it's truly the most empowering thing because you realize it's such a physical manifestation of seeing that you can create your community and the people that you, that you want to surround yourself with. For sure. And, you know, when I first started Facebook, it was back in college and it was just college students. And then eventually it was like the grownups around me are joining Facebook. This is so weird. But now it's like most of my Facebook feed are strangers. And and because I've added so many strangers on my Facebook page, the news feed is just positive Um, Mm -hmm. people just constantly posting things because that's what I want to see. And when I have very negative people in my life posting, I block them or I snooze them because it really does affect me what I'm seeing, but I have the power to control what I see and who I surround myself with. So it's definitely something that, you know, like you said, you were scared this one person saw your post, but you could have, you could have blocked them from that post. So you need to take control of what you want to share and who you want to share it with and then just surround yourself with the type of support that you're looking for. Uh, I love that so much. Yeah, it's such a reflection of how we are actually the ones in control of it. So Melissa, thank you so much for giving us all this value and this behind the scenes understanding of what it takes to show up authentically as yourself. Where can we follow you and find your offerings? Sure. So you can go to my website at melissmarketing.com. It's Melissa without the A. There's no A. So M-E-L-I-S-S. And also I have a free marketing guide for any coaches or functional medicine doctors that I'd be happy to share with your audience. Um, You can go to tinyurl. It's T-I-N-Y-U-R-L.com slash expert marketing guide. Okay. And we'll, we'll include all of those links in the show notes. So I just want to say thank you again so much for coming on the Soulful Warrior podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you do next. Thank you so much for having me.
Whoops, one more thing before you go. If you enjoyed the episode, which I'm of course assuming that you did, please go ahead, open up your Apple Podcast app, type in Soulful Warrior Podcast and give us that big juicy five-star rating so that more people can hear the message that they are not alone and that their dreams and inner peace are worth fighting for. I would love to continue to develop our friendship by having you learn all about my personal life and joining my email list. Okay, obviously it's not just about my personal life, but I do use my raw personal experiences to share tips, tricks, and lessons to support you to live a more soulful, self-actualized life. Go to soulfulwarrior.com, two L's in the full, to sign up to get those soulful nuggets being sent to your inbox. You can also follow me on Facebook as Sophie Dalton and on Instagram as Soulful Warrior Podcast. All the links are in the show notes to make it super easy for you to click on over and join the party. Thanks again so much for signing yourself up for the Soulful Warrior journey. The more people we have on this earth living more fulfilled, awesome lives, the better our world will be. I'm sending you all my love and thank you again for showing up for yourself.